0: The yeah, as of my understanding, as we were worshiping, I was seeing Jesus high and lifted up, and I saw you seeing Jesus high and lifted up, and as we are all beholding him, we were all becoming like him, and I saw just lights. light, all of us were becoming light, and it was such a beautiful thing to see, a whole room filled with light, and so it's good to burn with you this morning. Um... So I want to talk to you about foundations this morning. The Lord spoke to us at the beginning of the year and he said, I have sent a Cyrus into the land so that you can begin to build my temple, rebuild my temple. And um, how a temple is built is, he told us very clearly, it's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit. But in order to start the process, a lot of us have spent years getting us out of us you know the Lord has been working us and and unfortunately for us um, you know I would love to be uh, go through the sanctification process at the mall you know with a fully loaded credit card and you know all the money in my checking account can handle it's just fat and full and awesome but unfortunately that's not kind of the way it happens God is very clearly in his word takes us through seasons of the wilderness so that our root system will go down deep and and we will become spirit men and women and not fleshly men and women. And so he's, he's wanting this year, he's saying, listen, I am pulling up everything that has not been built by my spirit and so that's when you're going to see a lot this year coming down that was built by man and you're going to see the people of God the sons and daughters of God who are going to begin to build according to his spirit and these things are going to happen fast and they're going to be strong in the Lord and so this morning I wanted to talk to you about uh, the laying of these foundations and what that looks like because all of us have to start with a foundation before we can start building and um, so let me uh, uh, turn in your Bibles to Luke 6 and we're going to read there but before we do I want to go ahead and quote Isaiah twenty eight sixteen, where he says behold I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation a tried stone a precious cornerstone a sure foundation Whoever believes will not act hastily. And so I just thank God that he has given us uh, this book as an instruction manual of how to build. How many of you on Christmas Eve have had to put together a Barbie house or a, uh, a tricycle and you open the box up and it's in 10,000 pieces and you go <laughs> honey I'm going to need those chocolate chip cookies over here so we have to build according to the manual or what happens is that you build that Barbie house and you have like three or four pieces left over or that tricycle and you're like why do I have all of this left over so you want to make sure that you build so that when your child rides down the street that wheel doesn't come off amen wow that was a great analogy wasn't it <laughs> oh! all right um, Luke six forty six. You're probably already there, but it's going to take me a minute. All right. Luke six forty six. This is Jesus, and he's speaking. Of course, it's in red, but I love the red print. Somebody told me, you know what? If you just take all the red out of the Bible, you would make a really small little book, and you could just carry that around with you. Look at it. That's everything that Jesus said. Anyway... Um, but why do you call me lord lord and do the and and not do the things which I say. Let me read that again. But why do you call me lord lord and do not do the things which I say. Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings in other words hears my words and does them I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose and the streams beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation, against which the stream beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. And so you have two different houses that are being built you have a house that's being built by might and by power of man and you have a a house that is built on the rock or a house that is built by the Spirit and he said one is of the heavens and then he said one is of the earth the second one he built a house on the earth he built a house on the earth and the one that is built on the earth will not stand against the flood And so we want to build our house in a way that it has eternity on it because I don't want to work hard and then get to heaven and the Lord said, yeah, you know, you built according to your own thinking and your own desires and you weren't building according to my spirit. Therefore, everything you did will not go into your account and everything you did will be washed away and will not stand in eternity because what we want to do is we if we build according to the spirit and we lay a foundation in the word then that word will be the thing that sustains it and it will forever multiply and stay in the earth and continue to grow even when you're gone Ephesians 2:20 said a foundation that that, that this foundation is going to be laid In the apostles and the prophets Jesus being the chief cornerstone so you have these five ministries you have the apostles the prophet uh, the apostles the prophets the pastors the teachers and the evangelists two of those are heavenly ministries and three of those are earthly ministries it's very hard to, to lay a foundation in teaching. It's very hard to lay a foundation of pastoring and it's very hard to lay a foundation in evangelism. You have to lay a foundation which is a heavenly foundation and that was of the Apostles and the prophets because that's the hearing and the seeing what heaven is doing and saying. And the others are earthly ministries that then take everything that heaven is saying and they begin to apply it so that the earth can take it and use it it's almost like you've got a foundation and then you have the walls so the teacher the, the pastor and the evangelist begin to build up the walls but the apostles and the prophets are laying the foundation does that make sense okay so um, again he said the foundation is laid Through heaven and speaking the word being the foundation and it's the apostolic and the prophetic with Jesus being the chief cornerstone Um, turning your Bibles to Matthew 16 I love this story of Jesus where he's going to his disciples and it's almost like a test he's been with them for for, uh, several years and he's saying okay now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question who does everybody say that I am And they begin to uh, pontificate and they begin to share, well, some say you're uh, um, Elijah, some say you're a prophet, some say, so they're throwing all of this stuff out. And don't we do that when we're trying to lay a foundation in business a lot of times? You know, we think, well, what would be a good idea? Okay, we could do this, we could do that, we could do the other thing. And we begin to uh, create, we begin to resource from the earth. We begin to think according to our own thoughts and our own reasoning about how to build or what to do. But Peter steps up and he says, you are Christ, the son of the living God. And so he, he and then Jesus said this in, in uh, chapter 16, verse 18. He said um, he answered and he said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood. The earth has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. So he's saying you actually apostolically and prophetically have heard and seen, and then he goes on to say, um, and now I'm going to call you Peter, and on this rock, the rock meaning the foundation, I'm going to. I'm. This is the cornerstone that I'm about to pour out and build my church on this. So you've heard. So heaven is establishing this foundation. Okay. Okay. right. look at me. Don't look at them. They're gorgeous I know but but look <laughs> focus <laughs> It's like <whistles> okay. So anyway, so so it's very important he said he said, Okay Peter I'm gonna rename you and I'm gonna rename you the rock because it's only on this rock that the foundation can stand. And I'm talking to you about your business. I'm talking to you about your families. I'm talking to you about every aspect of your life because he's saying to you, there is a way for you to be established and really, really be successful in the way that you build. So that when the storms come, You will continue to stand and you will continue to go upward. Amen. All right. Matthew 13 35 said this. Thank you, darling. Matthew 13 35 I will open my mouth in parables and I will utter or speak things kept secret from the foundation of the world. And so, the thing about your foundation, which is so exciting, is that. What builds your foundations are the secrets that God has kept as treasures in His heart from the beginning of time. And He's saying, if you will come to Me, I will speak these secrets. If you will take time with Me, I will begin to establish your foundation so that you can build according to My Spirit, and therefore cities will begin to shake. on. Amen so the foundation is a word from heaven the prophetic and it lines up with this he said in Psalm 89 14 he said the foundation of his throne is justice righteousness mercy and truth and so there are actually going to be attributes to the foundation that the Lord lays for you these attributes will uh, it's like a seasoning it's like it's like um, DNA it's like everything in your at in your foundation will have these attributes Attributes. therefore when you build according to the spirit everything you build will 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 give away this attribute now let's say you're in business okay you're building according to the spirit you will build with mercy with 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 justice with righteousness and with truth and people will respond because they will sense this in the building. And so it it causes everything else to line up with the truth, with righteousness, with justice. And so as you go out, let's say you're a builder. Let's say you're a general contractor, okay? You've laid your foundation in the Word of God. God said, this is what I want you to do. And you're like, okay, God, here I go. I'm going to do this. Now, Lord, how do you want me to do this? You know, how are we going to do this? And he begins to tell you how to build. And so as people begin to come into your business, you begin to say, this is what the Lord has said. It'll actually begin to draw people to your business because the Lord has spoken and these attributes attract people to them. They're like, wow, wait, that's truth. Their hearts begin to be drawn to you. But when you build it of the flesh, it will actually repel people from your business. It will repel the favor it, and so you're and so what happens is that we begin to build and we're like having to work so hard and we're like I'm having to carve this out and why is this so hard you know it, I'm not the doors aren't opening The things aren't happening because you're building according to the flesh now I can say this because I've actually done this I, I've wasted a hundred thousand dollars trying to build according to my flesh because it's what I thought God said but I never actually asked him about it. How many of you have done that? And it's hard and nobody's in agreement and nobody's helping and I'm like why isn't no I blah 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 right? Don't do it that way. All right there are two case studies in the Old Testament that tells us how to build successfully on the foundation of the Word. The first is when Moses sent the twelve spies into the promised land. Okay? He said, uh, the Lord said, I want you to go into the promised land. I want you to pick out a leader from each one of these tribes and I want you to send them out there and I want them to spy out the land. Now if you have a business you understand what this is because what you're doing is you are evaluating how to grow your business. All right, let me look at the land and see how can I continue to grow and multiply and advance the kingdom through this business? How can I begin to prosper? Because every single one of you has a promised land. And it's like, okay, how can I get to that promised land? And so he's like, hey, I want you to spy buy out the land. I want you to to evaluate and take... um, um, Uh, begin to uh, understand what the land is saying so that you can take the land. Okay, so the 12 spies go into the land and they're like, wow, it has coffee and creamer that is in abundance. Yeah, I got my storehouse cup. I'm ready to go. And, And they're like, it's true. Everything that God said is true. Now, there were two among the 12 that had a different spirit and there were 10 that saw according to their flesh because I will guarantee you friends your promised land is occupied it is and there is going to be a whole host of reasons why number one you shouldn't do it and number two why it's going to be hard it's like oh they're called obstacles there are obstacles in the way of me prospering. There's obstacles in the way of me advancing. This, this is not going to be easy. And so what the ten spies saw is they saw all of the reasons why they shouldn't go in. What the two saw was this. God said, so let's go. Okay? So you have two different narratives that are happening. How am I going to build? How am I going to increase my business? How am I going to multiply and take dominion in my business or life to advance the kingdom? The other one is, is, is what is the landscape? The third one, what am I going to need to be successful? Evaluate it. Be careful because messaging from the land is all the reasons why it can't happen. That's what the land is going to tell you. Have... You have have to build according to the spirit of Caleb and Jacob, this different spirit. There were these two among the 12 spies that said, the two said with the different spirit, we can because God said, and the 10 said, we can't because of the obstacles. All right, the second um, example was when Zerubbabel began to build. Uh, they, They laid the foundation and then they began to build. What happened is that there were people that came to try to help them to build. Now, listen to me because this is very critical. And see, I thought it didn't matter. But who you build with is critical. Okay? Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me what's gonna happen is that the word of the Lord in your foundation God said he spoke your foundation this is what I want you to do now go do it yes sir why do you call me Lord but you don't do what I say okay I'm you said so I'm gonna go into the promised land okay so they begin to build the foundation the workers of the land said hey there's a lot of activity over there. There's a lot of energy over there. There's a lot of things happening over there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to go over here and build with you. And they be, and, and the people that were building and laying the foundation, um, the, the, the priest said, no no, 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 you can't build with us. And they knew because they knew they hadn't heard the word. You have to hear the word because what you do is you get into the slipstream of what God is doing and it actually creates momentum in the building. But if you haven't heard the word and you just like it because it's like something cool to do but you do it according to your flesh instead of according to God said, or you heard the word and your spirit left and you said that is right. And I'm going to get along. I'm going to come in alignment with this and begin to build according to the spirit and add my voice to the voice. And it's a yes in my heart and a yes in my spirit. And if you think it doesn't matter, What happened to the people in in Jerusalem as they began to build is the people of the land began to discourage them in their building. They began to accuse them in their building and they began to frustrate them in the building. If you will... Un, if you will unequally yoke yourself with negativity and people that don't hear the word, then you will stop the building. And I have done that because I thought it didn't matter as long as people said yes. If they said yes but they but there was still there was still a battle for the vision. And so you end up doing this, which gets you nowhere, instead of doing this, which gets you forward momentum. We are called to build on the stone, and it is the stone of Christ. He is that chief cornerstone, the Word of God. And that is the only way that we can build. If we try to build any other way, it will not last. And the, and the, it says that the, that the, um, uh, the waters came. And you guys, you've seen a tsunami. Water will absolutely destroy anything because it's so powerful. But it will not destroy this. It will not take your foundation under or your temple that you are called to build. It won't take it under if you build this way. He said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. This is why prayer is so critical to your foundation. This is why taking time to say, God, what is your dream for me? Because he didn't You have to understand, God is not this um, unemotional God. This is the year of of Ephesians 3.20, more than you can hope or imagine, And when you build according to the spirit, he's like, listen, I am telling you, I am carrying a dream for you in my heart that you can get connected to. And it's going to be explosive for you. It's going to go beyond your imagination. And I don't know about you, but I'm very creative. I can really imagine really great things. (laughs) But if it goes beyond that. And when we begin to build according to his word and according to his spirit, we don't have to work. It's not hard. We just enter into the slipstream of God and we let him do the building and we just go steward what he's doing. And so he's like, my people, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Get in this place and begin to build with me. Amen? Amen. Take time. This month to, to, to consecrate yourself in prayer and fasting to hear the voice of the Lord. Um, I, I, I was telling someone earlier, I, I have a journal this year and the word of the Lord for me is dream a new dream. You know, sometimes, you know, after things don't work out the way you wanted them to work out, sometimes you just got to dream a new dream. And God's got that dream sitting there. And he's like, okay, I'm going to dust this off because this has actually been here for a while. You know, I've been trying to give it to you, but, you know, you've been going about things the wrong way. So I just, I just thank God for what's happening this year and what God has prepared for us. Amen. It's going to be a great year. All right. So let me pray. Well, Father, I do. I just thank you. Um, I thank you, Father, for more than we can hope or imagine. I thank you, Father, for foundations that will not uh, uh, falter. They will not fall. And I thank you for firm foundations. God, I pray that you would let us all hear according to your Spirit, that we would know that where we are is where you have us that we are doing what you've told us to do. God I pray that you would help us be those people that bring the solutions and not the obstacles. God that you would help us be those people of yes. Um, God that you would help us see the possibilities of all that God has for us and that all we have to know is God said go and we don't care How hard or how wide it's gonna, how long it's gonna take us. But God make us people that are filled with tenacity, filled with courage, that we would go into that promised land and we would count the cost and say, Jesus, you are worth it. And so I just bless you in your building in Jesus name. Amen.